Hey everyone, happy Sunday and welcome to Call the AD here on the Scottish Watches Live channel. I'm Arthur. I'm Stephanie. And this is our weekly show where we go in depth on uh, one specific topic and have kind of a deeper discussion on it. Um, nominally weekly, but we had a baby recently, so it's been sort of as we've been able to. Um, She's right here, so you might hear some. Yeah, if you hear, if you hear some uh, commentary, that's, that's her. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about um, sort of under the radar watches or watches that deserve your attention. There's a lot of hype right now in the watch hobby and a theme here today is don't feed the hype. Yeah. Um, where else could you be looking to express yourself really more, uh, more of your individual style, So much more style, creative right? options, yeah. And perhaps get some better value too. We have lots of watches to talk about today. We do, yeah. we do. So please like this video, subscribe if you like what we're doing. Hit the bell icon to, so you know when we go live in the future. And you can follow us on Instagram at calltheA.D for updates on when we're going to be showing up back here. Yeah. Should we do a wrist check? Yeah, let's do it. What are you wearing? Uh, speaking of watches that are, that are not the focus of hype, I'm wearing my Panerai uh, Pam 560 eight-day base dial. Um, and I am wearing my Cartier Santos Scalbly, however you say it, from the 80s, I think, maybe early 90s. Yeah, I think that one is 80s. Um, and of course, because I'm me, it's a mashing vintage Cartier watch scarf. So, you know. That was a good find. That was a good That's find. a cool one. You should yeah. you should take it off and show people sometime. Uh, Not, yeah. I know it looks like it took a lot of effort, um, honestly. The girl on Dime Piece, she like found one on Real Real, and then I had to have it too. So I went scouring Etsy and eBay and found one. So uh, had to do it. Had to. Really, yeah. really. Uh, yeah. So do you want to lead us in on how we pick yeah, this Yeah. So, I mean, I think you and I talk a lot about how, especially on Instagram, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, and you see the same watches over and over and over again. And then when a new watch is released, of course, the brands are going to feed the PR machine, right? So that all yeah. the news sources that you read about watches, you're going to see like whatever the new watch is of the year. And some mm. of those stick, some of them don't, but you just see them over and over and over again. And so I feel like at any given point, there's probably like 15 to 20 watches that everybody's trying to get yeah. or they're the ones that are most talked about and they even show up when people do like oh this is my five watch collection or three watch collection it's just funny how it always ends up being like something that recently came out right right that, yeah i, mean, I think especially... I mean, there's some like unequivocal like classics right yeah but but i feel like recently there's been a huge amount of focus on what's new all the time right and my thought is what are the chances that the perfect like next watch for you is something that's just been released yeah. versus i don't know the past hundred years yeah. of watches that have existed so there's just this echo um, chamber right yeah. of everybody talking about how great one particular watch was because i, I don't know you get you get in yeah. the hype and, um and one thing that caught my eye in particular i don't know if you want to pull it up is like we went back and looked at um the annual JPHG awards and you can see a list of all the past award-winning watches since 2001 I think um and just some of these you know because we're relatively new to the hobby 2015 2016 like to go through this list of amazing pieces that people aren't really talking about anymore like they were for a hot second but now not so much or even just like brand excitement um Right. Looking yeah. back at the, some of these watches from like early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. The brands are talked about, but some of these watches you've never heard no. of 
in recent years. So it was fun to like go and look look through some of those um, and just see you know watches that were hyped up back then. They're not so much anymore. And, it, and there's some really beautiful pieces in there that people should maybe consider. Yeah, adding to their collection. And I don't mean this too critically, but I think there's also some of this like um, hype is driven by new collectors, especially mm -hmm. in the past year or two. It seems like there's a whole wave of them. Um, and their exposure is to what's on social media. And so that it like spirals and further amps up that tendency yeah. you said of always seeing the same thing, especially the way the algorithm works. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of step back and uh, look at some watches that maybe deserve, deserve yeah. some more attention. And we took very different approaches, right? Like you generally tend to buy new watches. That's what you're most interested in. So mm -hmm. you went and looked at like, what are some watches that you can currently get today? you know, brand new that are undervalued, underappreciated, mm -hmm. that you think should get a little more attention. Um, I tend to always like browse the vintage forum sites or even places like Real Real and Fashion File um, and find some unique things that you just don't really hear talked about anymore, but maybe they were big 10, yep. 15, yep. 20 years ago. Um, I'm definitely skewing a little bit more on smaller watches and women's watches, but whatever it's our show that's what i'm gonna do i know there's a lot of yeah no, that's <laughs> a lot cool. of men that follow um but i think maybe it makes sense for you to start we have okay. a lot of watches to get through so yeah yeah just jump and right into mark it. has one comment here hey mark yeah gphg not the most honest and relevant competition sure. ever actually i think it, it it works especially well for this point because it's what got hype yeah. right it's not always the best watch or you know truly unbiased but it's what got hype or was being hyped. It is right? a little bit. I mean, we just don't have the history, right? We haven't been around and looking at, at watches for 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. So it's a good reference. Ten, ten yes. Yeah. So it's a good long, reference, yeah. like place to start. But I would love to like find some archives of, you know, watch magazines and things and what else were like yeah hyped right, and... right some of the trends and things yeah but a lot of that back in the day you didn't have like what individual consumers were thinking about you just heard whatever the brands wanted you yeah. to hear whoever's pr machine had really spun right. the wheels better yeah, yeah yeah okay so i guess i will get into it yeah so i i picked um watches from a couple different sort of I picked a bunch of watches and then I realized they kind of fell in different categories. Yeah. So we'll kind of go that way. So we're going to do all of yours and then all of mine. Yeah, that's we gotta, right. We got to move it along. Uh, hold on. Let me set up my screen correctly. Okay. okay. I'm going to start with, you know, just because a brand may be hyped, but a particular watch may not be, in my mind, appreciated to, mm -hmm. the, to the level it deserves. And for me, I think especially amongst like enthusiasts, um it's the, the for omega it's the planet ocean um this was actually one of my first major watch purchases and i just feel like maybe it's because of its modernity and its mm -hmm. styling that it doesn't appeal to some of this like vintage trend vintage inspired trend but i think it's one of the best looking modern dive watches out there and I'm just going to say it. I think it's a better value than buying a Submariner at retail. Well, you and I are partial, right? Because we both have these. We both yeah, have a version of Planet but, Ocean. But this is all, the, the show is about expressing it's, an opinion, yeah, right? right? So I, I think the Planet Ocean, it's one of the most, you know, like technically competent uh, in terms of its movement, mm -hmm. construction, and, and finishing at this sort of like mid-tier sports watch price point. 600 meters water resistance mm -hmm. now with the master chronometer movements in the 
they I think they're really cool because they come from sort of the a lot of the design elements come from sort of the legacy of Omega's dive watches, but are modernized and mm-hmm. are not overly relying on like Fotina or things yeah. like that. It's sort of like is its own own beast in the in the dive watch world. Well, but I also like course, about Omega's website can't even load yeah, an image. Of the All watch websites are terrible. I maintain that. I will. That is the mm-hmm. hill I will die on. Um, but what I also like about the Planet Ocean is that there are a lot of different versions and you can really get all these different options. Yep. And unlike where I feel like a sub is, okay, your choice is date, no date. And people have very strong opinions about mm-hmm. that. Like that's kind of it. Yeah, there are other versions, but yeah. for the most part. There's it's... more a way to find your own individual exactly. style yeah. here, I think. Um, which is a very like the opposite of the Rolex approach. But I think one of the themes here with, to me with these, some of these watches that maybe deserve some more attention is they are a more individualist sort of design. And just like a little like token for the ladies. What I like of what Omega has done with planet ocean is they hadn't like, you know, shrinked it, pinked it, blinged it, you know, they have like really nice kind of smaller. They have blind dial. They have. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, there's, really truly like sporty versions yeah yeah so So that's my first pick maybe not super surprising uh the second one might be more surprising to people and i think this one especially with enthusiasts does not get discussed Mm -hmm. hardly at all and this is the three-hander tag hoyer octavia which when it came out originally had a different movement tag had some issues um but the watch is back now and I think it's one of the sort of cleanest, versatile sport watch designs out there. Personally, I mean, this doesn't really relate that much to the Octavia's history, to be honest, but it's, it was originally, you know, more of a chronograph line um, from sort of like the 60s and 70s with automobiles and aviation combined as Octavia. But what I like about this design is it's sort of like, pilot watchy dial and sort Mm -hmm. of a dive watch case really nice clean um numerals and layout um cool kind of sword hands uh date at six which is nice for symmetry and uh and the price isn't bad and the the fume dials on these are beautiful um i think i i don't know how these sell but i think more people should be um you tried one on i have not actually yeah i haven't actually and that's it's I haven't even seen them in, yeah. in the store around yeah. here, but no, I actually think it's one of Tag's better modern designs. And I think it deserves a bit more attention. Yeah. Yeah. So um, moving on, I'm going to put my actually let's take off the banner so people okay. can see everything going on. Um, moving on, I had one more. Actually, I'm now moving to sort of like what I could call like the dressy sports watch category mm-hmm. and uh i think that this jlc yeah. polaris really deserves a bit more credit and attention as well um i think it's you may, i mean it's a it's a jlc sports watch for a retail price lower than that of you know um a number of rolexes if we're mm-hmm. comparing to you to can get brands. It. You can get it. There's different color options. There's date, no date options. Um, There's a chronograph option, bracelet, rubber, or leather. Um, I think the dial texture and finishing is really beautiful. If you see one of these in person, there's sort of a grained ring Mm -hmm. and a sunburst ring. 
Um, the internal rotating bezel is cool and different. Um, of course, the movement is very pretty and visible as because it, it is a JLC. Um, so I just think value-wise, this feels like a lot more value to me. And I think they're very pretty. I think it's beautiful. I am continuously surprised that this isn't like one of the most hyped watches because I think it's like, it's really fitting the bill of what people are looking mm. for these days, right? Like clean dial, mid-size-ish, you know, really great movement. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is one you can dress up, you can dress down. For sure. You it's know, on the dressy side of a sports watch, especially in the blue. Yeah, but. I love JLC as a brand. I don't, you know, yeah, maybe they're not playing into the social game as enough. much, but oh, well, it's fine. I mean, it, I, I don't mind. I say get, get one there. of these and then you're like cool and different. Yeah. Also, there's even versions with Fotina on it for Dan. Okay, so. there we go. So whatever yeah. your flavor is, you can find one of these. <laughs> um, my next pick is the GP Laureato. And I think one of the issues here is some people dismiss this a little too quickly as like, oh, it wants to be, you know, a Royal Oak in particular or a, a Nautilus or whatever, but it does actually, I, I think it is one of the cleanest, maybe more subtle versions of the of, of one of these designs of an integrated bracelet sports mm -hmm. watch. So it's not as aggressive as a Royal Oak in terms of like industrial finish. Um, but I do think it has its own thing going on. Um, the bezel actually that looks like a nut actually threads in as part of the case construction, which I think is cool. Um, the, the finishing and movement are top notch being a GP. Yeah. Um, and historically, this actually came... It did follow the Royal Oaks. I think there was some design inspiration there, but at the time GP actually chose to go the quartz route. And so this started as like a very modern quartz luxury sports yeah. watch. Um, and it predated the Nautilus. So. I'd actually like one of the original quartz ones. I think that would be that fun would to be have. Cool. I know it's like not cool to have quartz, but that one was, it was like designed to yeah. be yeah. a quartz yeah. watch. These though, like I'm still have a little trouble of just loving the new ones. And it, it's something where like some of the edges are just like a little bit rounded. It just makes me think of that like early 2000s design of aesthetic. Yeah, where everything yeah. was like a little bubbly, right? Like IMAX and VW Beetles. Yeah. Everything was just kind of like, rounded mm -hmm. not sharp edges mm -hmm. um i'm not saying you're wrong but i think yeah. this is one that if you just saw it enough you know like if you hear the same song mm -hmm. over and over and over again you start liking it like if you just saw this one more and enough yeah, i think i think so would really start liking mark it. says he's not sure the laureato can command the price asked i actually think it's worth it but the good thing is you usually don't have to pay that price mm -hmm. um with discounts available or especially used some mm -hmm. of these um you know can be had at, at yeah. much reduced prices. Um, so yeah, I, I actually think it's a pretty good value as as Karan's pointing out compared to a lot of these other hyped yeah. uh, steel sports watches in this kind of similar category. There's a version from a few years ago that had a bright purple dial yeah. that I, I think it's really fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm a sucker for colored. Watch Medicine saying pink OP versus Polaris, where's your money going to? Uh, well, for well, me, for a pink OP, but yeah. I think Polaris would be a great one for you to have. I, and I still think the Polaris is a better value for your money. It is. Um, it is. 
So we're here to throw out some of these things for consideration. Yeah. Right? And this is like not, we're not going to have popular opinions here. I don't know time. It's more like, let's stop saying the same things over and over again that everybody right. yep. thinks about. I definitely have some picks that I don't think people are going to love. Let's yeah. keep moving. We got, okay. we got a ton of and my questions. last pick in this sort of like dressed up or um, made fancier sports watch category, someone mentioned in the comments already, and that's the mm -hmm. Glashuta original CQ. Um, so this is, this particular version is just under 40 millimeters. Mm -hmm. I make a larger one with a big date and it's 9,900 US. So this is like not far off from a Submariner, yeah. but you're getting a uh, really cool example of German watchmaking made to a pretty high degree of finishing. The bracelet, for example, on these is a really cool system of, of um, pushers on the back That's to great. release the links. I've heard the clasps are pretty insane. I like that they went for something different in terms of the dial design mm -hmm. and it is something from their history with these large numbers. Personally, I like the distortion of the crystal as well. I think that's fine. It um, gives it like a vintagey feel, but yeah. overall it still looks like a very modern watch. I love it. Yeah. And you can get it in green and blue if you want yeah. it to, without the Fotina, if you yeah. want more of a true modern look um, and diamond bezel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. They're the options. Uh, but yeah, I think this one's, especially if you're looking for something different and mm -hmm. just trying to avoid fighting with everybody and their brother who has no creativity over a Submariner. Um, there you go. Yeah. That, that would be my other part. I agree with you on this one. Yep. It'd be just, yeah. and it would be fun to like see someone wearing one of these out in the wild, right? Like, and you know, mm -hmm. they're a true watch geek. Right? Yeah. Yep. For sure. They're, they've very specifically picked that. Yeah. Right. Oh, I like that gray dial with the like two tone, the gold. The gold. Yeah, yeah. That is nice. That's pretty. That is nice. Oh, it has the date window at. That's the big date version okay. and larger size. Yeah. That date window is a crime, but. Mm. This is the blue two the tone is, is nice. Yeah. I don't know if they do yeah. the gray two tone in the smaller size. Um, the next one was actually a suggestion from, um, a guy named Y Jens on Instagram. And I know uh, our friend David has also been looking at these recently and, you know, not necessarily with all of these, now we're moving up in price point, but mm -hmm. not necessarily talking about value here, but if you're looking for something very different and uh, design wise and movement wise, this is the Parmigiani Fleury or Tonda Graph GT. So this is an automatic chronograph annual calendar. Hmm. But I think it's pretty cool, like the way they've presented all of those complications. This doesn't look like it's a chronograph annual calendar. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel overwhelming. No, I mean if you compare it to like the Breitling Datora mm -hmm. or um JLC Chrono Master Control Chrono Calendar, yeah. um, it's just a very like different display of that information. And it's has a pretty like unique and interestingly finished bracelet. Too. I love a digital date too. Yeah, I the, think big that's just the big yeah. date. That's really, yep. really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think these are are worth a look if you're looking for something, some sort of complicated mm -hmm. chronograph, maybe that integrated bracelet look and want something like really different uh, and unique. Yeah. I like and it. it just has a very specific design language that I think is represents this brand right yeah 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 bracelets pretty yeah so um that those were my picks in sort of this like dressy sport watch category and then i just wanted to go quickly to sort of like high-end dress watch stuff um for me i think 
all of Breguet deserves a bit more attention from watch enthusiasts these days than it's getting. I think it has its really hardcore fans, but um, what they're doing doesn't get nearly enough attention in terms, especially when you look on social media compared to like AP uh, and Patek and even, even what Longa is doing. Yeah. Uh, I picked this Breguet tradition just to illustrate like how interesting and technical sort of forward these designs can be like illustrating all of Breguet's like real watchmaking chops here with the dial work and the movement work, both visible in the front of the watch. So pretty. I think it's cool how with the tradition they've kind of gone, it's like very classic and pretty in the dial side of, at the top, but also sort of like industrially finished on this yeah. example. Um, Especially the materials they yeah. chose, right? For this, it, it still looks very modern. Yeah, I, I like it. I think it's beautiful. And I, I think sometimes with Breguet, I think the traditional traditionalness <laughs> of their designs some does not appeal to everybody. But I think they've done some creative things like mm -hmm. this. And if you want more of the sports watch side, they've got the Type 20 and Type 21 Pilot Chronos. Um, so I, I think everybody should give more of a look at Breguet. And uh, one of the things that opened my eyes was our, our friend Karan's channel about time did a really cool interview with, um, I think it was the North American director of Breguet mm -hmm. um, and just talking a lot about the history of the brand and the way they operate the brand today. And I was pretty impressed and it kind of opened my eyes. So I think, I think they need a bit, or deserve a bit more attention. And lastly, I'm going to go on the dressy mm -hmm. side with, um, with with Piaget and they've got some really significant watchmaking chops as well. Um, I know this these Altiplanos showed up on that GPHG list from yeah. the early 2000s and stuff, but I still think they're you know close to unrivaled in some of the the slimness and technical coolness that they can put into a, a dress watch like this. Um, you know, yeah, everybody's like you know, falling all over themselves over um, Octofinissimos mm -hmm. these days. But, you know, this was some of the early, you know, more uh, come long before that slim, slim case watchmaking. So anyway, I think I think these deserve a bit more attention too. certainly not cheap. And this is not the cheapest Altiplano, but you just don't see these no. covered like hardly at all. No. It's ridiculous. So anyway, that's that's my little uh, my little rant and and spin. I think it's my great. Picks. I think this one is beautiful and I, like to have such like fun, high complication in a very modern, classic, mm -hmm. still classic looking dress watch is great. I yeah, I, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Shall we go over to your picks? Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's do that. And I think it's in this pile here. So I took a different approach, right? I went and looked at things that you could find on pre-owned market, Chrono 24, mm -hmm. Crown and Caliber, Radcliffe, kind of all of those. And that tends to be what I do more nowadays. Like rather than scrolling Instagram, I like to go to these. Actually, Chrono 24 is probably the least, least one I do. I like looking at what other sites mm -hmm. have kind of gathered random and find inventory. random ones and just seeing like 
pieces I never would have thought of, or I'm not out seeking, just like scrolling mm -hmm. and, and come across. Um, so this is my first pick. I think one that you you like too. I don't know, yeah. but um, and this is a suggestion from uh, Alejandra. Oh, Masias I think it's on great. Instagram. Um, yeah. I actually think like this, this era of ingenieurs are a really neat, like fun kind of integrated bracelet. This is 37 millimeters, I, I think. So. Um, you get a little of that two tone, like fun finish style. Um, uh, I think 34, 34, on this perfect for me. Yeah. Um, that would be great, but go to like, and this is a Genta design. Yeah. Like everybody's losing their minds. Like, what about this? Yeah. Oh, it's an IWC. It's not cool. Yeah, it's agenda. It's $5,000. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think it's great. And this is like, this and one in particular is a pretty good example. Um, but it looks kind of vintage but it's still like, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think this is, this would be a great pick. Um, and something that would be. Maybe you should get one horrible. of these. Sure. Especially in 34. That'd yeah. be cool. Okay. Let's keep moving. I got a lot. Okay. Um, next pick is a first gen overseas. Um, I know the like current overseas is, is very hyped and everybody's out to get one, but these you can still find for like a pretty reasonable price and you're getting like the, the design language, but it's like a little bit just kind of cool and funky. It's, it's like, definitely like weirder than yeah, the modern overseas. Which I like it. I yeah. like the like weird quirkiness of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like the, the case shape overall or the bezel shape is more pronounced in these older ones than it is in the new. The oh, new look, ones they even bit. did it on the case back. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Um, and you know, like the integrated bracelet class where it doesn't have like the big, I, I don't mm. know. I think this is great. This would be, this would be fun. I think this one was like 12 K. Yeah. Um, yep. you can find even better deals. This was just what I happened to come across on Corona 24. So if you don't want to wait for years and you know, yep. or pay way above retail, yeah, and, 37. I, and there are other variations too, even smaller. Yeah. And I think some chronos as well yeah. to look at. Yeah, yeah. So not to be overlooked. Yeah, and Watch Medicine points out, yeah, it's like a sandwich of hyped watches around it, right? Right, yeah. The, the 222, the original one, is, is extremely hard to find in demand. And the new one is hyped up now. So why not go for the middle? Yeah. Split the difference, yeah. right? I think it's pretty great. Okay. All right. What's your next pick? Um, white dial Panerais. I know uh, this is not going to be a popular opinion. Our friend John Houghton has one, and I think it's fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. But these these do not seem to be very popular. You see them on used websites all the time. But I think it's a really cool alternative to like a, a dive watch or like kind of having a quirky Panerai that you don't see see people wear very often. I'm new to the Panerai train, right? Like I just mm -hmm. I just got mine a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah. Um, but I think these are great and they're a really good value. And I actually, I particularly picked this one because it's a white dial on a bracelet, which is like the most unpanerai panerai you can get. Yeah, it's um, true. <laughs> and it has the little numerals, but it's the opposite of this. It is. Right? I think it's really cool. Um, I like the bubble date window. I, 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 I think these are fun. Um, yeah, it's a cool pick. Yeah. Cool pick. Definitely not something that people think about very often. And these, I think, are 40, right? Yeah, that, that, that particular, particular one, one is 40 yeah. millimeters. 
Um, okay, next I'm wearing one. This is not anything new for me, um, but I think the Santos Galdis from the like late 80s into the 90s are just a great budget pick. I mean, they've gone up in price even mm-hmm. since I've got mine. I think I got mine for 2500 or so and it was yeah. a two-tone. So these are starting to pick up in popularity. But I, I, I think the Santos overall is great, but looking into this like era of them, it's you know they're a little bit smaller they're like a little bit more rounded and less kind of big and modern celeste has opinions on this yes she's gonna come join us she says mommy give it to me please yeah and i know i'm gonna sound like a broken record but like when you think about comparing this to a love bracelet which are like nine thousand dollars or something seven seven, you know why don't you give a watch like that has similar look like that says love to me more than a bracelet you have to screw on and can't get off yeah. and doesn't move at all and is more than double the price so um yeah and cartier has recently gotten a lot more hype but it's all on the modern stuff right. or the like vintage vintage gold dress yeah. watches right it's like what about the middle ground here and if you like these sizes they're great think, deals yeah right? this is a quartz one in particular mm-hmm. but you know i mm-hmm. i think they're great there's a there's i mean you got your two-tone automatic yeah. santos for like 2500 right. bucks a couple yeah. years ago so yeah. there's the point um i'll never stop talking about how great that watch is um okay another pick here is the jlc master control this is like a ton of bang for your buck in a watch it's a beautiful dress watch i think on the bracelet you can dress it down and make it a little bit sporty i don't know why you don't have one of these already <laughs> i think i mean maybe i should consider getting one but you know again a good mid-size at 37 um they're pretty thin which is really neat but like this this era or so i think it's like early mid 2000s um i mean this has got a full calendar yeah. with a pointer date i on, love pointer dates um I... yeah on, and on the i mean i don't know if i'd do it on the bracelet but it's pretty cool that you can get this kind of complication yeah. from jlc on a bracelet at that price right and yeah. it's 10 millimeters thick yeah Super thin. Yeah. I think these are great. And you can find in some different dial combos, but um, right. yeah, this I think this is one that should be definitely hyped up more than it is. And especially yeah. this era, I, I, it's amazing that they don't hold their value more than. Yeah. 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 Like, I got a lot still. Okay. Let's carry on then. Okay. I'm back to Cartier. I know Cartier like brought back Pasha, right? They've done, they've reintroduced kind mm-hmm. of the updated version of, um, of the Pasha line. But I, I almost bought one of these maybe four or five months mm-hmm. ago that I saw on, on Crown and Caliber. But there's so many variations of them. And I think they're cool and funky. Um, I like the weird crown case, the crown on it. Um, and this one in particular is a, a GMT. And I think the way that they did the GMT bezel with the dark mm-hmm. and the light or the ink in the numbers and not is just a really fun like the night and day represent. Yeah. But I think it's also interesting they did like six to 18 and they didn't do the Rolex thing of splitting the numerals. It's like this diagonal. Yeah, it's. Uh, and you've got the GMT hand here. It's a little hidden, but mm-hmm. it's it's a cool uh, sort of like lollipop. And I actually like the date at 4.30 on this one because um, you still get to have the 12.369 and it doesn't yeah. feel like it's. it's I think it's forgivable. Um, <laughs> and I just like, I love the, the lugs where it connects to the bracelet of those big like nut looking that's probably a love or hate thing I, it, you know? a lot of these are going to be hates i get it um uh-huh. but this is one again i think this is one i like initially dismissed and i kept looking at them looking at them looking at them and i've i really loved did you and pull up the other one i too? did i did 
Um, this one, I think with the like big date, digital date um, display is, is pretty, mm -hmm. is pretty cool. And interestingly, this is an example of how a brand can be hot, but not every watch is hot from it. The new Poshas have come out, but the prices of these older ones has mm -hmm. not like spiked in, as a yeah. result. Everybody wants Santos's and actually mainly Santos's, yeah. the modern Santos. They're right. ignoring 70s, 80s, 90s Santos as yeah. well, right? Um, anyway, I think if anyone's shopping for um, a lady significant other or friend mm -hmm. right now, look, look at like 90s, 2000s Cartier. That's a great place to start because a lot of these watches can be every day. You get the brand recognition. You get great quality pieces mm -hmm. and um, really fun designs. Oh, and look, so. they actually took the care to match the date window font and do it in the cool script. Love, love stuff like that. Can you start flipping the pages? No, I'm going to take the baby. Okay. Hi, sweet girl. Would there you like is. mommy's Cartier one day? <laughs> Probably. You're going to get them all Probably. anyway. All right. Uh, your next pick. Um, vintage Tudor. So this is the Oyster Date automatic. Like, look at that, like, linen-ish dial. I think that's that's really cool. Well, careful when you say vintage Tudor okay. as a whole. Because if it's a 40 millimeter dive watch, no, one, it's going to be like, like $10,000. There's a lot out there that you can find at, at reasonable prices. And if I was, like, going on and looking for a stainless steel date just right now, like mid-sized date just, I would consider one of these over it. Or even, like, a, an Oyster Perpetual. Um, it's just a little bit more unique and different. And you you know, still have that Rolex connection, but, um, you know, I don't know. I know like there's a lot of hype around black May 58 at, with Tudor, mm -hmm. but like go in the All the dive watches bit. are the hyped ones. Yeah. But we did even notice that the 36 millimeter Tudor dive watches from like the nineties and stuff, real steels. Yeah. So if you've got that wrist size. You can do it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Um, okay, I got a couple more. I think you. Okay. I broke. I broke my like only getting new watches or okay. only getting vintage watches. Uh -huh. um, this one is it a great movement? No, but I think it's just like a really fun, cool piece to get. Like if you just want something fun and funky, like it's playing up the Tiffany blue. You know, just a little bit of whimsy in it. Um, you can get these new, of course, but. Fashion File is actually like a surprisingly interesting place to go hunt for unique mm -hmm. watches. Like, I don't know who their buyer is, but they definitely pick out some like weird, unique pieces. And I think they're capturing on people who are just looking for brand stuff, right? Yeah. And not necessarily like searching for a particular like high horology or like well-respected yeah. watch piece. But like, you find some like really good, funky things on there. Like flipping through it today, we saw especially like ladies high horology stuff Yeah, that you didn't even know existed right. like wild weird vacheron ladies dress watches i've never seen some before. old like maurice lacroix that i've never seen that are really yeah they were funky yeah some very interesting complications stuff. um so anyway this i i think for ladies and it comes in all sorts of different combos um you know would i recommend this for like a first piece or an only piece no but if you want to play around with color um and you like tiffany as a brand i think these are these are cool. And yeah. Um, okay. Now I'm going to go high end. And this is our last two picks. Last right? two picks. Yeah. Um, this is, I just, yes, it won a JPHG award, I think in 2018. I, and I think it deserved it. This watch, it, it did deserve it, but it was like, like in the news for maybe a couple weeks, a month. 
and then you haven't really heard much about it. I, we did get to see one in London. I tried mm-hmm. one on, um, you know, obviously buying it new is like totally out of the realm of the possible, but I'm kind of hoping in like 10 years, people forget about this watch and don't mm-hmm. think it's cool. Like maybe some watch geeks bought these for their wife that they don't, their wives that they don't uh-huh. care, you know, and the wives forget about them. And the fun fashion file exactly. for like $10,000. So anyone sees like a great <laughs> deal on one of these, but I think it's just really neat. Cause it's, it's like, if you just saw it, you would think it's like a regular gold rectangle dress watch. Nothing yeah. fancy, but like, Look at that movement. It's yeah, just I'm like, trying to blow it up, but it doesn't seem to be loading correctly. Um, I just think it's it's me, a stunner me. and something that only lady watch geeks would really truly appreciate yeah. and wear. And you think of Chanel as a fashion brand and they are, but to see a movement like this from um from Chanel and to like be able to see through the whole thing and like it's not just a skeleton mm-hmm. case where it's all watch guts, like to have the clear um sapphire case in yeah. the front and the back and like get a little it's stunning in person especially really just cool. to hold up and turn yeah. around yeah um, the movement architecture is just like so interestingly done to be like in this case with this like i don't even know if i'd call it skeletonization it's right. like beyond that almost yeah so it was actually funny when we went to try this on we had just gone to the longa boutique and they mm-hmm. gave you which was they were lovely in there and like could not have been nicer but they gave you yeah. like a book and a longa bag so we walked in the Chanel, like not dressed appropriately to be looking at Chanel uh-huh. jewelry, uh-huh. you know, high jewelry oh. watch pieces. And we walk in there and they're like, oh, you know, you bought one for a sir, bought one for himself. Like, does Madam need, does a, Madam watch? need a watch too? Here you go. Um, like the one in the window. They showed, me, yeah. they showed me this one and let me play around with it and have some champagne. <laughs> it was pretty great. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. You don't like it? She, she said you didn't get it. <laughs> you didn't get it, I know. Okay, one more to go. One more. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Um. So again, this is the one I found on Fashion File. Like, what the heck is this doing on Fashion File? Like, Van Cleef, I always think of like their jewelry, um, like crazy, you know, beautiful dials mm-hmm. with funky movements. But here's like, a men's watch with a lot of movements, like a lot of complications in it. Uh, I've never seen this before, but I think it's really cool and funky. And for like, you know, Van Cleef level um, detail for 7,000 on Fashion File, like who's gonna see this? Yeah, I don't know what movement this has in it. And you know, knowing Van Cleef, it's probably outsourced but still yeah it's it's interesting and like a really funky design so yeah so yeah there's some there's some weird and wild stuff out there especially when you go to these like non-watch websites right where it's just like mixed in with other luxury goods and you end up seeing some weird and wild stuff very fun but so sort of to summarize, I mean, like, sure, probably a number of these picks aren't to everyone's taste. And I think that's what makes them special, though, is like, <laughs> good one, Celeste. Yeah. Nice burp. Yeah. Rather than buying what everyone else is buying, like finding your own taste and exploring yeah. these odd corners of the watch world, you can find some good value. You can get some design that maybe like ends up you know, appealing to you on yeah. a more personal level. Just a little bit more like individuality and creative thinking. Yeah. And I think there's, these are, so these are our picks for what we think deserve a bit more attention. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear from you all in the comments. 
and I know a number of you sent us some great answers on Instagram. We tried to highlight a few here too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, live your own watch journey, I guess is my like pseudo-philosophical. <laughs> yeah, like, go explore a little bit. And life, right? If something catches your eye, like look at it again and again and again a little bit and see if it's, you know, really really yeah. for you and, and just question the hype right question it a little bit before you go and sure yeah and yeah. i mean says the girl who wants the pink op yeah but... it says the guy who got his pepsi yeah. but, but i will say in a way for me that has sort of like liberated me to feel like yes i got the like the one rolex i really really like felt i had to have yeah and now i can go explore other stuff with a bit more freedom because i'm not preoccupied with that yeah so Anyway, that's a little bit of uh, insight on sort of like to what brought us to this topic. Cool. So what's in there? Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you all enjoyed the show today and uh, let us know what you'd like to hear about um, in the future. Yeah. Any suggestions on topics? As always, check out everything else, Scottish Watches, uh, the time of the week show on here and yep. the podcast and the website. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you around all next right. time. Sounds Later, good. Bye. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Just wait. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um.